Welcome back to another episode of Wellbound. We are your hosts, Brooke Snyder and Peyton Janicek. And today's episode is all about our weddings, just our experiences, um, the pressures for brides to be like their thinnest, most perfect versions of themselves, and kind of how we chose to relieve some stress leading up to kind of our big days. We both just got married this past year. So it's pretty fresh and on our minds. And I know a lot of people get engaged over the holiday season and start planning weddings. And so it's just kind of something that we wanted to touch on. Yeah. Okay. Um, well I can kind of, I guess go first. I first want to say like, I so enjoyed Peyton's wedding. And now that I have been a guest and also like bridesmaid at other people's weddings and then have had my own, like I, I love being in the position of like being a bridesmaid yeah, or being I do a too. guest. <laughs> like, I do too. It is for me, it's just so much more like natural than being the center of attention in general. Mm-hmm. But I just, I love to help people. So I'm just like, what do you need? Like, I am so that person. Like, even if I'm yeah. like not a bridesmaid or involved in the wedding, like I hope that anyone who invites me to their wedding feels like comfortable to ask me for something. Cause I would actually love to bring you a coffee or whatever bring anything that you forgot on that day like I would much rather be in the yeah I don't know how to explain how helpful you were at my own wedding like (laughs) I also as much as I love like talking and I kind of like my voice being heard like I do not like being the center of attention either no it's hard like I don't I I mean I loved like my bridal shower and stuff but I also don't like the pressure of being the the person that it's for like I'd rather plan it and like do it for somebody else and like watch them open their gifts but having to do it yourself is like I mean it's fun but it's just kind of like adds extra layer of stress yeah no 100% and I think it can also be especially now that like weddings it's not really just a day it's Mm -hmm. kind of like especially if you have family and friends traveling in it's kind of turns into like a weekend or a whole week of festivities Mm -hmm. and so it can get kind of I don't want to say exhausting because that sounds bad, but just in terms of like having to be on and like entertain, especially when it's your event because you want everyone else to have a good time. Um, And so, yeah, it can be a lot to just like feel like you're like on the whole week or for the whole event. And I don't know, just having to like turn that version on of yourselves. That's like the extroverted outgoing. Yeah. I just remember like I had only intended on taking off like, I think it was Wednesday and Thursday before my wedding, maybe even Thursday and Friday. I think my original plan was I'm just going to take Thursday and Friday. My wedding was on Saturday, but I knew like Friday I'd have my rehearsal dinner, yada, yada, all the things. And my coworkers were like, you're not going to take the whole week off. And I was like, why would I? No. Right. And I was like, I feel like that will cause me more stress because like then I'll just be sitting there a whole week, you know? So I think I ended up giving myself an extra day and I think I took Wednesday, Thursday and Friday off. Um, but even then I just took it to kind of relax and like I got a massage and did some of those things because I'd really gotten everything done up to that point. And then you're like, well, I can't do much more until the actual day comes around. So yeah, I was like, I cannot take more time because it's a lot for sure. Yeah. Mine looked a little bit different, but we can, we can kind of get into Yeah. That. Okay, cool. Well, I can go ahead and start. And I really want to preface this entire conversation by saying that I was the little girl who dreamed about a wedding. Like ever since I was young, thinking about the dress, the decor, like the vibes I wanted to create, like everything. So having a big celebration in terms of a wedding reception was always important to me. And I've always loved a good love story, a good rom-com movie. Um, and I was the girl who grew up. I was a total tomboy in real life, but I would come home and like the show I wanted to watch was say yes to the dress. Like I, I did loved love that show. looking at the dresses and the characters. Like, And the then con- you realize they were like $5,000 and, and you're like, like whoa. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't want people to think that I am somebody who like didn't care about curating a seamless, beautiful day because I absolutely did. But I do just want to touch on like the pressures for brides to be their thinnest, most perfect versions of themselves. I just think it's a concept that's really strange and kind of weird Mm -hmm. to me and I don't know why or like how we got here but I do still feel like it's kind of relevant in today's world which is which is sad ultimately Mm -hmm. um so yeah I I just want to try to 
shine a light on my own experiences and maybe how we could help like Mm -hmm. other brides kind of going into this next season of life. So I know that I had family members and friends who told me like, Oh, I was only 110 pounds on my wedding day. Mm -hmm. Almost as if they were like gloating or like took a ton of pride in that. And that's something that I never quite understood. Yeah. One, because I, I was a hundred and pounds in like the sixth grade. Yeah. (laughs) Like that just was, is not something that's attainable to me, but I also don't take pride in like how much I weigh. Right. Um, or also like, don't worry, you'll be thinnest on, on the big day. Or like, if I know you, you'll lose another five pounds before, before your wedding day or even male family friends. This is what I thought was the most interesting. Some of our male family friends voicing concern about their now wives, either saying this to me or Matt, like my wife almost passed out on our wedding day because she had barely eaten anything the two weeks leading up to our wedding. Like just wait, Matt, like the craze, like the wedding craze or like sets in. And I was just kind of like, no, I I cannot not eat. Yeah. (laughs) And like, I don't know why I would, want to go into a big day like my wedding day without eating just because there's so much adrenaline and like yeah we should definitely share the picture there's a picture of me like in my wedding dress not even 30 minutes before my actual ceremony like eating out of a huge pan of mac and cheese from the night before <laughs> and we should put that on one of the slides so yeah. you can like see it yeah. because I was like downing anything I could like bananas mac and cheese like anything that I knew I could eat. Cause of course you're nervous and it's like hard to eat a good meal. So I had like protein shakes and bananas and all the things that I could just consume easily because I was so concerned about being like dizzy on yeah. up on the, like in the church in front of everybody, you're nervous. And like you said, adrenaline's flowing. And so you get like a little bit lightheaded or like whatever. And I was like, I cannot pass out. Like I would be so devastated. Right. But I think there is this stigma out there that it's like, just wait to eat until the reception. Right. So that you like look your best in, in your wedding dress. And it's like, I would much rather be present and in the moment and feel like I'm able to actually like live out these memories Mm -hmm. versus looking back at pictures and I don't know, like feeling like, Oh, I looked really skinny, but I don't remember the day because it was super foggy. Yeah. Right. That's just what I would prefer. But Anyways, I I knew that I was far past the point of caring about how much I weighed on my wedding day, but what I did know, and I know what I expressed to Peyton, what we had kind of talked about leading up to at least my wedding, was that I did want to prioritize a few wellness areas that I knew would make me feel confident on my wedding day. It wasn't necessarily about like looking a certain way or looking different, but to me it was about like feeling really confident. Mm -hmm. And so those two things for me were number one, Um, was kind of trying to develop a good workout routine. Exercising actually gives me more mental clarity than I feel like physical, Um, I don't know, clarity or like fitness sometimes. And I do really feel at peace when I'm in a good routine with exercise. So I definitely wanted to feel as at peace as possible when wedding week approached. So um, I think Peyton had a similar goal, but I just... I had recently purchased a gym membership to it's called body fit training here in Lincoln or BFT. And I just wanted to try to go throughout the week as much as possible. Um, And when I say as much as possible, I mean like between three to five days per week. So that was kind of my goal there. And then my second goal was really prioritizing hydration. This is something that I will probably continuously to talk about that I struggle with. And it's something that I really do need to prioritize getting better at. Um, I also have, I do struggle with acne and kind of have had bad skin since as long as I can remember. So generally speaking, I've already kind of alluded to that I do a poor job of hydrating. So this was a focus of mine to try to clear up, I don't know, my skin for the big day. And I do still want to mention that I got a prescription retinoid from a dermatologist about eight months prior to my wedding. So that helped. And I did take care of my hydration leading up to wedding day. And although I did both of those things, I still had a few pimples and, you know, that's totally okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But those were two things that I wanted to do to feel my most confident self on wedding day. And I do feel like it helped just 
focusing on two kind of main wellness areas mm-hmm. in my life. So, um, yeah, I don't know all of that to say, I just really want brides to know that it's okay if you aren't like your thinnest, smallest version of yourself on your wedding day, because like ultimately why is that important? Mm-hmm. Like tr- truly no one's going to be talking about how skinny you looked. Um, and if you are concerned about things like photos, I would suggest having like more than one meeting with your photographer or talk to a bridesmaid to maybe have them help you. Like maybe they stand behind the photographer and just kind of help you like pose if that's not something you feel comfortable about talking to your photographer about. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like posing for photos is so can be so awkward and it's something that I'm not the best at, but our photographer was really great at helping us like not look so stiff, um, but also helped us kind of like find our best angles. And it kind of looked a lot more candid, which Mm -hmm. is what I really wanted. So shout out to Katie Trout. She was our photographer and we just absolutely like loved her. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you have anything there? Yeah. I mean, I can kind of go into a little bit of like my focus on some of that too. And yeah like uh, Brooke and I discussed this topic a a lot over like the year plus of our engagements and wedding planning, mostly because we were in it together basically for the most part. Um, and I know that I also had these big plans for my wedding and in my head since I was little as well, but there were so many layers that I had on my mind during this process. Um, and honestly, I was probably less worried about how I looked physically, although of course it was still in my mind as it is probably everybody's because I was so much more focused on like the financial stress and tough family dynamics. And I had to deal with those things. Um, and wedding planning is like no joke. Like if you've done it, you totally know if you're currently in the throes of it, I feel for you. And if you are someone who's like looking forward to this part of your life, please don't let this scare you. Um, but there are pieces of that that are just a little bit more complex. And so thinking about back to the planning process of the wedding, like me thinking about my physical appearance was like the least crucial thing that I had to think about. Yeah. Um, and so, which is such a blessing though. Yeah. Like for real. Right. 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 Cause 'cause there are a lot of girls out there who I think it, it does consume them Mm -hmm. and that's super sad. Yeah. Yeah. And so obviously, like I said, I still wanted my weddings to be like, quote unquote, the best photos of my entire life. Um, it was, huge for me to have a routine though. And I wanted to kind of touch on this a little bit. Um, if you haven't listened to our previous episode on healthy habits, check it out. It's episode six, but this was key in keeping myself sane because I felt more pressure, I think from my own mind than any family or friends, to be honest, which is pretty common, I think too, um, that we, you know, we have high standards for ourselves and that's, you know, where that comes from. Um, and I didn't get many of the body comments. I actually got a lot of positive comments from my family. Um, I wanted to talk specifically about like my mother-in-law. Um, she talked about like how she wishes she had been more concerned with how she felt rather than how she looked, um, at her wedding. She was extremely, extremely thin. And she like makes comments all the time about how she was just like so sick and how she wished that she would have been more focused on her health. So I think just a lot of that pressure kind of came from within as it is for most of us. Yeah. Um, so my wedding was on April 1st of this year. So 2023 and I got engaged on my birthday in Canaan and I's nine year dating anniversary in December of 2021. So I had just about like a year and a half between my engagement and my wedding. And I feel like this was a perfect amount of time, by the way. Um, it gave me time to like do some things in the beginning, have like a little bit of lax time and then get back into it. Um, and so at that point I had already had a pretty good workout routine and my nutrition was pretty good as well, but that's mostly because I had started training for my half in my half marathon in probably like June or July of 2022, um, because it took place at the end of October. So I already had like this mentality that I had to, you know, train for this marathon because I wanted it to go really well. And like, I just wanted to finish, I guess, not really that it needed to go well, but that I wanted to get through the line and get my medal. And so I was used to really just strength training. So running was a nice challenge for me during that time. But with that being said, I also lost a lot of muscle in the process because I was pretty much like strictly running with a tiny bit of strength training on the side, which isn't ideal, but that's like ultimately what I had time for. I just remember like my training runs would be like two hours and I'm like, I'm not going to go to the gym and lift. It's so time consuming to train for something like that. Time consuming. So I was like, 
screw it. We're not doing the strength training, which again, not ideal. You should do strength training while you're training for something like that. But, um, so by the time my race was finished, I was definitely lacking like muscle that I normally had. So starting in November, I began a really great routine where I worked out like strength trained for the most part, at least four times a week. And this wasn't for the wedding. It's because at that point I felt kind of weak. Like my muscle mass was like definitely lower and I didn't feel as strong. And like, I love feeling strong. And so once this became a habit, like I started it out, it was kind of tough because I hadn't been to the gym in months. I'd just been running. And so I made it a habit to go. And I really like put it on myself to like, okay, we just got to go. We got to get there. And then after a while, it was no longer like a chore. And that was probably within the first month that I was like, okay, I just got to go. Like, it's just a thing now. Yeah. And due to working out frequently, I was a little bit more in tune with my nutrition because I had to eat a little bit more, um, and wanted to make sure I was getting enough protein as well. Like, obviously I was working out and I had been running, but I feel like strength training, you know, they're different elements of things. And so I had to eat a little bit more in that sense too. Um, and so this routine worked really, really well for me. So being in the best shape of my, uh, for my wedding, wasn't the goal at all. And that's like complete honesty. I just wanted to feel really well. And my main goal was that my health, um, was good and just making sure I felt really good mentally and physically. And, like I'd mentioned with the stresses of like the mental load of a wedding, like working out was kind of an outlet for that. So not only was it giving me physical strength, but it really helped me mentally as well. Yeah. Um, and so I probably honestly did end up being in like the best shape of my life, but that was just a secondary benefit from focusing on my overall health. And I just remember I felt so strong and I like loved that. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like my, I, my arms look really strong. Like that's so cool. And it's not that they were like super slender. Like I just looked like I had good muscle tone. Yeah. No, I know that you had kind of changed gears after your half marathon and you, I mean, you had voiced to me like your goal of mm-hmm. strength training four times a week. And I just remember like, not like being jealous of you, but just like, oh, oh my gosh, like she's like killing it. Like actually like getting to the gym four times a week and on top of wedding planning, which can be stressful, like there's also other like life stressors going Mm -hmm. on. And I know that at least for me, it's so tough when we talk about like being in our best shape, because I actually like, don't know if I will ever beat the shape I was in as like a college athlete. Yeah. See, that's different. I like never had that experience. So it's interesting. (laughs) Well, I mean, not like for better, for worse necessarily, but it's just so interesting because it's hard to think about putting myself back into that like environment or routine. Like I'm like, I will never be practicing for three and a half hours a day and lifting on Mm -hmm. top of that four days a week. Like that will never be my routine again. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's, I think for all like former athletes out there, it's a little bit hard to kind of find your new Mm -hmm. wellness and workout routine, like post-college sports. And I know that that's been like a journey for myself that we can talk about at like a later date, but, um, yeah, I don't know, just something interesting, but yeah, yeah, you were like crushing the string training before your wedding. Yeah. And that's not to say that, that like, I'm definitely not trying to give up the perception that like I'm perfect. I did everything right. Cause I've not been to the gym in months. Like <laughs> that is just now, like I'm out of that. And so I want to get back into it. And yeah. at some point I will. Right. Yeah, yeah. But that was just a really great time that I was so focused. And I think the mental challenge of being in the half marathon right before kind of helped. Cause I was already in that, like, this is hard, you yeah, know? Yeah. I had not run distance. I again was not a runner. Like I just wanted to do it. And so I was already kind of in this high gear and then I had to plan on top of it. And I feel like my time management was really well, which is the whole point I think is why it worked out. Um, but I do want to make it very clear that not once in this period of time, did I like intentionally decrease my calories, cut out certain foods or do anything I didn't want to do for that matter. Like if I was sick, I wasn't going to the gym and I still ended up hitting at least four days a week, but those three days a week that I had to rest, like I was resting, I wasn't doing something else. You know, I might've gone on like W A L K's with my dog. She's right (laughs) down here. So I can't say the word. Um, but other than that, like I wasn't right, you know, doing anything else. No, I definitely didn't. Um, 
I wasn't cutting calories or counting, even counting calories. No, and I know that probably you can relate that relate to this a little bit too. Like as dietitians, we always kind of have that like little sense of the nutrition composition in right. a certain food. Like yeah. I feel like sometimes I can, you can just be like a walking calculator because you mm-hmm. just kind of know like, okay, this probably has about this much fiber and this much protein and blah, blah, blah. Um, but for me, I know the focus was actually only adding things like adding mm-hmm. fiber or adding like fruits and vegetables or more plant foods to my diet. It, I didn't have like a goal of taking away anything, yeah. like taking away calorie overall calories or taking away certain food groups. That mm-hmm. was never a goal of mine either. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, I just wanted a more like well-rounded diet as um life and wedding planning you know comes to be a little bit more stressful Mm -hmm. as the process gets a little bit closer to the big day so right I agree with you there yeah and similarly to Brooke I wanted my skin to obviously be in good shape too and I had noticed so I have a couple things with my skin that happened too and every once in a while I get what's called a perioral dermatitis flare-up and they don't really know why this happens um but it just happens to some people. They don't know. It could be foods that do it. It could be like hormone changes that do it, whatever. I don't know. They have no idea. But I did notice that I had this in college when I was really stressed and I I had it in high school. I do remember. Um, But I also was having like flare-ups of back acne. And that is something that I hadn't experienced since high school. And so I also went and saw a dermatologist um, about a year out from my wedding, which they were like, good job coming so early because we have a lot of people who come like a month before their wedding and want like a miracle solution because you know what happens with acne is you get scarring and then you're like picking at things and it can just cause like really bad skin issues. So I went and saw them. Um, and I actually got put on antibiotics for a few months to clear up whatever bacteria was causing my acne breakouts. And it did wonders for me. I wasn't fully excited to use the antibiotics, but I knew that there was a reason my skin was freaking out and this issue was resolved with that. Um, And so that's just something I did in that process. My back cleared up and then I didn't have to worry about like scarring or anything. My face cleared up. Um, And then they also gave me a topical retinoid as well for my skin because I just have like combination skin in general too. Yeah. Um, and so like Brooke said, hydration is a huge factor, but I wanted to get professional advice because of what was happening with my skin. And I knew that was abnormal. Like, I'm like, why is my back breaking out? Like, I do not want this. This hasn't happened since high school. Right. And you in an open back dress. Yes. So and my yeah. back was like fully open and I was like, that was so stunning. I would just be so like self-conscious and right. you, yeah. you want anything to like, help you to avoid that. And so not taking any extreme measures, just being like, Hey, I'm going to a dermatologist. Like, what can I do? Right. Yeah. Um, cause no one wants to feel self-conscious about no, like anything on their, on their wedding day. It's about like feeling confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. And so I think knowing all of these action items that I was implementing. So like a good exercise routine, I had pretty steady nutrition. I still ate the things that I wanted to eat. Like if I went out and I got a DQ blizzard, I went out and got a freaking DQ blizzard. Like I, right. Why not? Right. Yeah. Um, but I was meeting with the right like professionals when it came to just some different things too. And that's why I think I felt so good on my wedding day. Um, and I'm also a strong believer that the way we speak about ourselves, and I think you are going to talk about this a little bit too, is incredibly important. And this can be difficult, especially when we're down or we're feeling not positive, but it's imperative that you do not say negative things to yourself or others um, about yourself. And I think that's a big one. And I've said this before, I think to you, Brooke, just in our personal conversations, but like, for example, even with like Kanan, my husband, I never speak poorly about myself. And for example, giving an example of maybe what this looks like, like what if I was talking to Kanan and I was like, gosh, I'm so lazy. I'm just a piece of crap. Like what, why, why would I say that? Yeah. Because I know, I know that I'm not lazy. Yeah. I know that I'm not a piece of crap. And why would I ever, which not like Kanan would ever go along with this, but like, why would I ever want to put in his head that, oh yeah, my wife's lazy. Like she's a piece of crap. Like what he would never think that, but you don't ever want to like give people these insecurities of yours and like 
give them any of that, you know, because deep down we know that these aren't true about ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually think like, if I'm being completely honest with like myself, this is like something that I do at times. Mm -hmm. And I, I know I'm about to like go on this like positive self-talk rant here in a second, (laughs) but I like, I succumb to this sometimes too, where I say out loud, like either to myself or in front of Matt, sometimes like, Oh, like, yeah, I am so lazy or like, why didn't I do that? Or like whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, why would I, why would I speak to myself that way or speak to myself in front of anyone else that way to give them an idea that like, Oh, is, is she lazy? Yeah. Or like, is she, I don't know. X, Y, Z, whatever it is. I think there's a piece of that too, where sometimes maybe we need more affirmations and that's, that's our way of asking for those, but maybe we just need to ask in a different way. Oh, a hundred percent. Well, and I'm just, let's not beat ourselves down to get a positive affirmation from someone else. That's true. So that's (laughs) what I'm saying. Like, you know, cause I think maybe that's a part of the reason why people do that. Sometimes they want people to say, Oh no, you're not like, why are you saying that about yourself? You know? And that makes you feel good. Yeah. But I think if you're struggling with that in your own life, maybe that's when you need to go to a partner and say like, gosh, you know, I'm, I'm really struggling a little bit. Like I would love if you could kind of sprinkle in just some things that I'm doing well, because I think that would really help me. Yeah. Um, just as a different way to frame it. And so you don't need to really ask or do something in order to get those affirmations for sure. And I think oftentimes when we say these things, we're like emotionally responding to a stressor in our lives, which is why this is kind of on the topic of like wedding planning, because it is super stressful. And again, but just deep down, we know these things aren't true about ourselves. And I think that, um, if you truly do feel like these things about yourself are true and can't seem to get out of the funk, I would highly recommend like seeking professional help because again, we hold ourselves to a high standard and that's completely normal. Like it's normal to be your biggest critic. It's normal to want to be your best self and do the best thing you can. Um, and so I just think that it's also important to believe in yourself and know that we are good people and we're doing the best we can, even if we feel down 1000%. Yeah. Um, and I even know too, like kind of circling back to, well, I'll talk about stress, but kind of like getting that affirmation or like validation from others, like the best compliments that I received about our wedding were things like how everyone had such a good time on the dance floor or just in Omaha in general. Mm -hmm. Like I am from Texas and Matt's from California. So, so many of our family and friends were traveling to Omaha, Nebraska to celebrate us. And that was a big ask of us from everybody else. And we wanted everybody to kind of get to experience the state and our city, like where we were getting married. And so we felt really good about that or, you know, people, would say that they could tell that we paid really close attention to detail and they felt like it really helped showcase our love story. And like that made me feel really good because I did pay attention to a lot of like the details and I mostly wanted it to do exactly that to like to showcase the love that Matt and I have for each other. Um, or just the simple fact of like you two just look so happy the entire day. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that is three compliments like that are going to be more of what you want to hear and how you want your wedding day to be remembered other than like, Oh my gosh, your pictures look so stunning or like you just look so skinny. Yeah. Like I would much rather have somebody be like, you guys just look so happy and in love and Mm -hmm. it was so fun to be a part of. Yeah. Right. It is so much more important. Yeah. Um, but kind of like touching on the positive self-talk element, I, had a lot of positive self-talk leading up to the big day one because I was so excited and it's such a positive thing that's taking place if not the best thing that's taking place in in anyone's life but my mentality going into the actual event portion of the day was this like I just kept trying to tell myself this like something will go wrong and it's going to be okay because we have all of our loved ones here and the day is truly about like the sacrament of our marriage, like the marriage between Matt and I. And it's not about if the strobe lights above our dance floor work or not because yeah. they, they didn't and it was okay. Like yeah. it's, that is the yeah, least. The, the dance floor at your guys's wedding was super fun. 
Oh it was yeah. A good time. We, and they set up different lights, you know, like the yeah. strobe lights, it did not matter. Like that did not matter, but it was, it, we did have a really good time. Um, I will also say that it was important to me to prepare ahead of time. And so I really tried to be as organized as I could and I wanted to be. And that way when wedding day was here, I could sit back and enjoy every moment because it was so important to me to be really present and enjoy every aspect. And I genuinely do feel like I was successful in that. And I remember my mom saying something to me because I'm a typical like worry wart. Like I, I'm a stressor and that's just kind of how I've always been. And so I don't think she said this to me until afterwards, but she was like, you were so calm the morning of your wedding. Like you just walked and got yourself a coffee and you were so calm while everyone was getting ready. And I was like, yeah, because I, I really did take pride in like the preparation component of it, of trying to have everything as organized as possible beforehand. And that way I also kind of coached myself up too. That way I could the day of the wedding just be where my feet were, Mm -hmm. like be in every moment, like be in every conversation the morning leading up to going to the church and then, um, you know, enjoying the car ride over to the church. And even though you're going over all the things like, did I, did I forget my dress? Did I forget my veil? Like, do we Mm -hmm. have everything? But you know, my dad drove us over there. And so it was important to me to just be super present in that moment, even like during pictures, try not to be too, um, like, okay, we're on a time crunch, like just to mm-hmm. kind of be in every moment. And I was really proud of myself for doing that. Um, cause as I talked to Matt after the wedding, he was like, Oh my gosh, it just went by so fast. Yeah, and so I think he, he had a harder time with that, but I was just really proud of myself. And I do think that the positive self-talk was a huge component for me. And so I do recommend that all brides practice this a little bit each week leading up to your wedding. Cause it does matter. Um, I mean, if you let all of the thoughts about how each little thing can go wrong, you'll be stressed you'll be a stressed out mess. Mm -hmm. But if you acknowledge that something may go wrong while speaking positivity into the entire experience, I feel like the chances of you getting overwhelmed are significantly smaller. And I know that that's something that you and I had talked about recently too, but I just think it's so important to, you know, try to, and try to block out some of the things that people will tell you like, Oh, just wait till this happens. Or like, just wait until we had this happen at our wedding. And it was the worst. Like, try just to take those conversations with a grain of salt. And I mean, you can engage in them, but then going home from that, just try to tell yourself like, Hey, that was their experience, not Mm -hmm. mine. And the day's going to go great. My wedding's going to be great. And just continue to speak those, speak those things out into existence. Cause I think it does matter. Well, yeah. And I was going to mention too, that I had so many people like multiple people texting me and they were like, are you so nervous? Are you stressed? And like, I was like, why are you asking me that? Like, why would I be nervous to marry my husband? Yeah. Yeah. It's so strange. Like the questions that people ask are like, and they're just trying to be like, they just want to see where where you're at and like, if they can lend a hand. But I was, I was like kind of mad when I was getting those text messages. Cause I'm like, should I be like, do you want me to be nervous or stressed? Like, is that the expectation? Because no, I'm not. I'm chilling on my couch. I'm getting a massage later. Like I'm just living the dream. Yeah. And I wish I would have gotten a massage. Oh God. It was so good. <laughs> um, because I just, I knew at that point, like I've done everything I can. Did we show up and set everything up? And I realized I didn't even have cake plates. Yeah. Someone just went and got them. It's like no big deal, you know? And right. those things are going to happen where you're like, I literally didn't even think about that. And you're just going to fix it in the moment. And it's like not a problem. Yeah, um, like and cake plates are the least, cake right. plates and strobe lights are the least of our worries. Yeah. Like, come on. And you have so many people, like, I'm sure all of you guys would have so many people who are like, if you need me to go do anything, like I had, I had you and Gabby go pick up like my cakes because I was just like, I don't trust anybody to like drive these cakes from Whole Foods. We took that job with so much pride. I was so <laughs> nervous. And I was like, Gabby, you got to hold these cakes in the back of the car. Like, do not let them touch the uh, outside of the box. Like, yeah. Cause I was like, we I were... knew, I knew I was like, I don't trust anybody. <laughs> and I knew that Brooke would be so particular about getting them in without anything happening to them. And I think you came in and you were like so stressed. Cause you're like, I think the cakes are going to touch each other. Like if you put them in the fridge a certain way. And I was like, shove them in. Like, 
nobody's gonna know <laughs> like and they, it turned out perfect like we no, had no problem oh my gosh and that cake was so good it was so good if you really want a good recommendation I was gonna say, please tell them <laughs> yeah if you really want a good recommendation for a wedding cake like we just wanted one that we could cut and then we did sheet pancakes the berry chantilly cake from whole foods oh, so is good. so good and it's like affordable like it's nothing crazy but they put um like berries on the top it looks very cute it's just white and i got people like texting me after and they're like oh my gosh where'd you get your cake and i'm like literally whole foods that's it i know i know oh my gosh and it's nice because then you can go back on your anniversaries mm-hmm. and get the same cake yeah because they have a bunch of sizes like we got i think like a six inch and an eight inch or something but um they have like a little four inch they have like if you want to get it for your kids for like a smash cake or something yeah. like they and they're cheap and yeah. they even have cupcakes and stuff oh they're so good they are I know on cake topic, my mom made our cakes. Yeah, she did. It was so cute. It was very cute, but (laughs) I'm just going to go on a little like tangent with this story for a second. So we were in an Airbnb, um, leading up to the wedding and it's hard to cook in someone else's kitchen. And so (laughs) we found out that the oven was like slanted. And so she was trying to cook all these cakes the week of the wedding and, you know, originally when I asked her, the reason why I asked her if she would want to make our cakes is because she decorated all of our birthday cakes growing up. And it was like, I mean, she is an artiste when it comes to cake decorating. Oh yeah. These cakes looked immaculate. And yeah, but I thought that when I asked her that we would do something similar to yours, you Uh know, like a, like two, like maybe just a two tier cake or something like that, just, you know, a white cake and we would get sheet cake for the rest. Mm -hmm. I just kind of thought it would be like a fun activity that either like she could enjoy or we could enjoy the week of the wedding. Oh no, no, no. Janine Smith does not do anything (laughs) that is not like 110% and just so extravagant. And she made a three tier white wedding cake as well as a three tier chocolate, chocolate grooms cake, because that's what Matt wanted. Mm -hmm. And they were, I mean, we will have stories for years and years to come just because of all the stories of like, like I said, the oven was slanted. And so her first batch, there was like cake batter spilling into the bottom of the oven. I just remember getting a text in our like bridesmaid group chat. From my sister. Yeah, from Mm -hmm. her sister, Natalie. And she sends it and her dad's like trying to help and her mom's like, he's like scooping cake batter from the pan pan. and from the bottom of the oven. And my mom's like, please just leave it alone. You're not helping. And he's like, trust me, I'm helping. And she's like, you're really not. (laughs) And it's just like, there's like cake batter everywhere. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But yeah, no, both of our cakes turned out fantastic um yeah I had people texting me like hey we heard that um Brooke's mom made the cakes like how did she do that and uh you're like I have no idea I have no idea but I did text her and she sent out she sent out the recipe and it was just like she did a few things different with like the box Uh cake recipe that just made it so dense and I mean so good but yeah anyways um I'm just going to talk about a few. I talked about kind of like trying to be organized and prepared Mm -hmm. leading up to wedding day. And I want to talk about how some elements of that were such a huge stress relief for me. Um, And then, yeah, I feel like you have some thoughts on that too. So um, one thing that I did was I made a wedding binder with schedules for everyone. My mom and dad, my in-laws, bridesmaids, groomsmen, and overall timeline so that was like schedules. And I also would send out digital copies of these when people ask because so many people just want to know what they need to do the day mm-hmm. of the wedding. And so I just had them ready to go and just kind of send when people did ask. Um, this binder also had vendor information like the caterer and her phone number, um, as well as all of our other vendors, their contact informations, like just in case somebody didn't show up or went to the wrong place. Um, I had like a full couple pages on like photography inspiration plus a shot list for um, my photographer just because I wanted some specific family photos after the ceremony. And so I had a shot list with names on it that I just had a bridesmaid kind of yell out and that way we could get the groups together. Um, Yeah, that was me and I was projecting in that church. Yeah, (laughs) I I know it was echoey in that church, but um, (laughs) 
But no, it was, I mean, I wouldn't have had anyone else do it, but I had everything in this binder. I mean, everything you can possibly think of. And yeah, like I said, I sent out digital copies of the schedules to people ahead of time too, just to try to one, minimize the text the week of the wedding. Like I, w- I sent schedules out to the bridesmaids and the groomsmen as well as our parents and in-laws and everybody. Um, yeah. Cause that's another piece is you'll, and I did the same thing. I made some of these schedules and yeah. stuff, but you'll send out those schedules and the people have the audacity to look at you and say, what time do I need to be blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look at your freaking phone. Yeah. Because I sent you a whole list hour, like second to second. Right. And they would just be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I know. And, um, the schedules did help a ton. Also, I mean, my workout routine and the hydration I talked about, that was a big part of like my mostly like mental clarity and like stress relief. Um, and I do want to say this is when people would ask, cause people would ask me all the time too, like, are you just so stressed? Like when planning the wedding and this is wholeheartedly so genuine. I had a, a ton of other personal things going on throughout the process of wedding planning. And this was my genuine response to people. I was like, wedding planning is the least stressful thing in my life. And I'm so fortunate to be able like to say like to say that, oh, like planning your wedding is like not stressful because I know for some people it really was. But just with all the like personal things I had going on leading up to the wedding, it truly was in itself a little bit of a stress relief for me Mm -hmm. for the other things that that were happening. So when I say like stress relief, with planning the wedding, sure, there was there's always an element of stress when you're planning a big event. But in reality, a lot of the wedding planning process was in itself like an escape for me from some other like pretty huge uh, personal stressors I had going on at the same time. But I mentioned that we stayed in an Airbnb like my family did the week of the wedding. And I will say that this was huge for me personally. And so I would kind of recommend this if you have like a hotel block, but you can stay either at your, maybe your apartment, your house, or like an Airbnb away from the guests who were all in the hotel. That sounds bad, but um, I do think it really helped. And this is something Matt and I talked about after the wedding. He stayed at the hotel the whole week and I stayed at the Airbnb with my family. And I do know that this kind of stressed him out because we talked about it after the fact. Um, So I was grateful to have some separation from all like 200 people who were in town leading up to the wedding day. I think he just felt really responsible for, you know, like if he saw a friend like who had just flown in at the bar that he needed to, you know, really make sure that they felt prioritized. And he's so great about that with all of his friendships. But I do think, you know, he was kind of like, there are some things that I need to get done. Like we said, we were going to handwrite our vows and all of those mm-hmm. things. And so I do think it was a little bit um, stressful for him being in the hotel. Yeah. We, we did something similar where I, Kane and I actually stayed together like the night before our wedding, Yeah, which people you guys live together. Yeah. I mean, people, Matt and I lived together too. So yeah, but you guys were just like an hour away. So yeah, it just, cause I know a lot of people who will stay in a hotel room before or they'll stay separate and they won't be together. And I was just like, you know what? I don't want to like throw myself out of a routine so much that I'm going to be like frazzled and I'm used to sleeping next to Canaan. So I would prefer to just like do our normal thing. Granted he was out until who knows like what time? Cause the we, night before yeah, we were all out, but I was like, I need to go back. Like I have to get up. I, I push my hair and makeup like a little bit. I think I was at like eight o'clock. So I wasn't the first person there. Um, I just trusted, I think it was you and Gabby who went in really early. Yeah. I think our, our call time was like six maybe 30, six 30. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm not, there's no reason for me to show up that early. There's no reason. So I was like, I'm going to, you know, just hang out a little bit. Granted, I was probably up at that time anyways, but I was just like, we're just going to do our normal thing. Then I can be in my house. Like I said, nobody's allowed to stay here. We did have a friend stay here, but like it was one of our guy friends and he just like went downstairs, passed out. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want family to stay here or anything. I just wanted us to like be able to have our home like alone. Yeah. And I think that worked out really well. And it really did reduce my stress. Cause I was like, okay, hey, I have everything at my house that I need. Like 
I don't need to make sure I have everything at a hotel. And obviously like in your situation, you had to go somewhere. So that Mm -hmm. made sense, but it was nice to have like a house to be in where you knew everything was there and people were coming from Lincoln too. Yeah. I think it's just about having a kind of like safe space that you feel like really comfortable in. And for Mm -hmm. you who like, for those of you who don't know, we both live in Lincoln and Peyton got married in Lincoln. I got married in Omaha, which is about an hour away. Mm-hmm. So I was able to book an Airbnb, which was nice. But um, I think, yeah, to your point, it was just about having that space that you could go to to feel comfortable. Just like that safe space where you could kind of like like take a deep breath if, mm-hmm. if need be. So, yeah. The last thing I'll say is um, Peyton mentioned this too, that she was able to take a couple days off before the wedding just to prep everything. And this was really huge for me as well. If you do have the luxury to be able to do that, Um, since we did all of our own decorations, my parents, you know, made our cakes. It was a lot of prep and um, we did all of our like bouquets, flowers, floral arrangements too. If anyone wants like a hot tip, I ordered all of my florals, like real flowers from Sam's in bulk. And my cousin, she's the greatest. She put together all of our bouquets, um, as well as like my family the night before the wedding. So was it Friday? Yeah, Friday, excuse me, Friday during the day. um, They all like banded together and they looked really good made all of these centerpieces and stuff from basically just these huge like bulk order of flowers. Mm -hmm. And I... I spent only like in total on flowers. I think I spent seven hundred and fifty dollars, and that covered a ballroom for almost two hundred and fifty guests, as well as all of our bouquets. And we still had an entire cooler of flowers left over. Like I shouldn't have ordered that many, Mm -hmm. but I know that flowers can be really expensive. So just a hot tip there. Yeah. But anyways, I I was just really lucky that I was able to have the Airbnb to get away. because, you know, writing letters, putting gifts together for like my parents and Matt's parents and bridesmaids, like all of that little stuff does add up. And yeah, the Airbnb just gave me like some time back mm-hmm. to myself and just like a little bit of safe space to just kind of like take a few deep breaths if need be. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, it's kind of all I got there. And on the stress side, like, I think if you have the means to like source out anything, like it helps if I had enough money, I would have hired a planner and like had someone else do everything for me. But Oh yeah, that would have been a dream. Yeah, but obviously felt like it was more important for us to like save that money rather than spend it on it one day of our lives. And this may be a different take than what some of you, some of you might be like, hey, we're willing to spend like whatever on this day. It's so important. Totally understand that. I'm more in the boat of I'm like, okay, I'll spend what's necessary. And like, we did splurge on a couple things, but I was like, that's it. Because I'm like, once it's over, it's over. And I just don't want to spend like two times the amount that we're spending. So, um, yeah, I thought that was kind of important, but might be relatable. Um, but I was pretty specific on what the items that we like splurged on were. So for example, for me, it was more important that I had a few main things, um, that were pricier, like the photos. Um, this was like one of the only things that we were going to have left after the day was all done. So I was like, okay, we can spend like more money on that. Um, my dress, like I wanted to wear something I felt beautiful in and was willing to splurge here a little bit. Obviously I didn't spend like five grand on a wedding dress, but it was a little bit over what I anticipated on spending. Um, but I knew that was going to be really important to me. And maybe that's something that, you know, if I have a daughter or something, I'll pass on, um, as well. And then we did like an audio guest book. So instead of just buying like a regular guest book, which would have saved us, you know, probably like $240, um, I wanted to have the audio. So we used, I think it's called FET phone. It's like F E T E F O N E. Um, and that's where guests left us like a voicemail rather than writing on a photo or a book just because I personally like didn't think that we would ever use that. Um, and so I thought it would be kind of cool to have the audio files, which they're so funny because friends would like go and have drinks and then they'd come back and say some stuff. And it was just like comedy. I don't even know what I said. It was a little late in the night. (laughs) Well, yeah, I, (laughs) I left you a voicemail as I was leaving. Yeah. I was like, I have to use, I have to use the audio guest book. Oh gosh. Yeah. I don't even know what was said at that point. We'll have to play it for, I'll have to play it for you at some point, but, um, it was, yeah, just so funny. And that was like, I think it was maybe like 
four weeks later that we got our audio back, like after we sent the phone so back fun. in and Kane and I got to sit there and like listen to all of it. And it was so fun. Like I was like tearing up at some of the like sappy ones. ones. And then yeah. some of them were just so funny. We were like dying because some of these people were like, who even was that? Like <laughs> These people are just getting on and like somebody was like, hello I don't know how this thing works and like hung up and I was just like oh my gosh that's but so funny yeah so that was something really fun that we spent a little bit more on and then the big thing that I was like we can spend a little bit more money on was like our honeymoon because yeah. I'm just like that is so important to me because honestly like I hate saying this because you spend so much money on the wedding I loved our wedding but the honeymoon was the best part yeah. for me because it was like me and Kanan mm-hmm we made a couple points to, and I would actually encourage you guys to do this if you're a bride or um, planning to do this at some point, but I scheduled time for Kanan and I to have like time away from everybody, like two times throughout the night. So the first was before the ceremony. So we did a first look. So we saw each other before, but I made it a point that before our ceremony, I wanted us to be able to spend some time alone because it was just, it felt like we didn't really get to see each other. And then I also, we did like sunset photos. So after we ate dinner, they pulled, like our had our photographer pull us out and we went and took photos together and just spent like a half hour away from everybody. And like, nobody notices you're gone because they're partying, they're eating all yeah. the things. Um, and so that was really fun for us. So I thought that was, um, a good idea that we did. Oh, a hundred percent. I would say like Peyton just kind of mentioned like three things that were important to her. And I think this is what's so, what makes each person so unique because like Peyton and I had a very different, like three things that, Mm -hmm. that we we chose. And I, I think that is a big, a big piece of advice that I would pass along to brides too, is maybe you can collectively pick three things that's important to both of you, or you can pick one, have your partner pick one, and then you guys can collectively pick one. Like I know for Matt and I, our big three were, um, the, oh my gosh, I'm blanking. (laughs) Oh, I know it was the, um, actually the like open bar package. Mm -hmm. So we wanted people to feel like they could, like drink and drink whatever they wanted without having to like worry about that. Cause we really wanted a big party. So that was one as well as, Oh my gosh, what were our big three? I know we talked about these and I can't quite remember. It feels like it's so long ago, oh, but it's not that long ago. I don't know. I know the drink package was one that we both like kind of agreed on. Yeah. And see on, on our side, like we, we were like, okay, we're going to buy, I think we bought three kegs and then had, we had a drink named after our dog, the Paisley Paloma. Um, and we only spent, I think it was like up to $250. We did that. So it was like a thousand dollars in booze, but I was like, we're not paying for any more than that. Like I said, that is enough. People can pay for it if they want more. And I don't really think we ever ran out. I think they tapped the last keg, like not too long before the night ended. Yeah. And we, we picked a place with, um, a good like bar package in relation to like cost, but I don't know. I'm kind of blanking on the three things. I know like good food and a good time were really important to us. Um, so that was that, but like just in contrast to Peyton, I know that for me, photography, I like really trusted our photographer and like to be honest we got a great deal mm-hmm. for like what she gave us. Um, cause our photos were absolutely immaculate, but Um, I didn't spend a ton of money there and I didn't spend like a ton of money on my dress as well. I say that up front, but then we forget the dress saga that ended up happening, (laughs) which is, I feel like part of why we had a little bit of like different experiences just super quickly. My dress came in and when I was at the bridal shop where I tried on the dress, I tried on a six and it fit me perfectly. And they told me that I should order up and get an eight. And I was a little skeptical, but I'm not the expert. So I trusted them and I was like, okay, yeah, let's order the eight. The eight comes in and I went dress shopping in Texas. So it was sent back to Texas. And my dad is like a gem and actually drove it up to Nebraska. This is like what, 10 hours? Yeah. 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 So that I could have it altered up here um, because, you know, I didn't know how it was going to fit. But in reality, I was like, oh, it's just going to need taken in a little bit um, because we ordered an eight. And so like 
I'm not super busty, so it may need to be taken in up top. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'm hoping that it fits, you know, like a glove and I don't need any alterations because the six that I tried on at the shop truly fit me perfectly. Mm -hmm. Well, I go to try on the eight that comes in and I invite a friend over to just like zip me up so I can just see um, what I'm going to need done before my first alterations appointment. And it doesn't zip up, like not even close. Yeah. And I'm freaking out because I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought I was ordering a dress that was going to be big on me Mm -hmm. so that we could take it in, not the opposite. And I know that it's much harder to let a dress out than take in. So I think a a little, that was not something that I anticipated being stressed in the slightest about, but it ended up kind of being like, ah, is this going to fit? Is it not? Um, My alterations gal was absolutely like phenomenal, but um, that's just like a quick little tangent story there. Yeah, I do remember you calling me and I was like, um... I don't really know. I was like, can you call them and like tell them that it was their mistake and I, like they need to order you something I else? I did end up, I, I don't know. I, I hate feeling like I'm complaining. Right. Um, and I had a lot of people around me being like, no, you need to tell them. Like, and so I just sent them an email and just kind of said like, hey, this is just my experience with this dress specifically. You may just want to, if brides order this in the future, I would just have them size up two sizes because my measurements hadn't changed at all. Um, if anything, they had, yeah, I actually don't think they had changed at all. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was just kind of a little bit interesting, but I just sent them an email. I was like, you may want to have bride size two sizes up yeah. instead of just one, because this is kind of what I ran into. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness I, I had an alterations gal who's able to like fix the problem. But if not, I mean, I would have had to get a new dress and that would have been kind of sad. Well, yeah. And like my situation, so my back was all open, but I did have like a little keyhole. It just clasped, like it, it buttoned. Mm -hmm. And I knew like when I was trying it on because the dress fit perfectly, I didn't need like any alterations besides pulling it a little bit on the top. Again, I'm also not busty. They had to put like pads in and everything else, (laughs) like two sets of pads and they had to pull it in on the sides a little bit. So it didn't have the gapping. But other than that, like I didn't need too much. And I have a wide rib cage. And when I take a deep breath, my, my rib cage gets pretty big and that's just how I am. Um, and so I noticed that when I was taking a deep breath, which I do a lot. Like I'm someone, I've always had like breathing issues. So I always feel like I need to take a deep breath. And when I did that, it would like pop and it would open up. And I was like, no, we're not dealing with this. So the day of my wedding, I just had my mom like tuck the keyhole clasps like into my back, like kind of into my waist side. And we just didn't deal with it. I was like, you know, we're just not gonna, cause I don't want to be standing. You couldn't even tell. No, 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 it looked yeah, fine. Looked great. I was just like, I don't want to be standing at the front of the church. And I take a deep breath cause I'm like panicking and it pops open. And then it's like a whole thing. And I'm then sweating bullets because I'm, yep. you know. Cause your hair was a big open, like yeah. open back, not big open back, but like open back. Well, yeah. And, and my, then you take a deep breath and like, yeah, just there. pink. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we were facing the the pastor like the whole time. Right. So Your back was back facing was, like, the guest. Facing yeah. guest. So I was like, let's just mitigate it. So you might have to make some of those like in moment changes that just you feel like they're stressful because the keyhole is beautiful. It was a beautiful piece, yeah. but it didn't ruin any of my day. Like if anything, I was like, thank goodness I don't have to worry about this because they would have had to sew it, me into it probably. Right. Um. So yeah, like I mentioned, there's like a lot of layers to planning a wedding and even just outside the wedding itself, like depending on your situation, I had to be very intentional with like what my boundaries were, what I said yes and no to, because you'll have family members who suggest things and you just have to be like, no, like I'm not doing that. Or maybe they have really great ideas and you're like, thanks like so much for bringing that to my attention. Cause I didn't even think about that, especially because a lot of us like you know, there's some people who are planning maybe their second or their third weddings, but for a lot of us, it's our first wedding. And like, we have no idea what you're going to do. And I don't anticipate ever having to plan a wedding again. So I'm not an expert and I don't think any of us really are unless you're a planner. Um, and so that's just something that you kind of have to figure out along the way. And so, I mean, after all, like our wedding was intended to be a party for us with our closest family and friends it wasn't about anybody else. And of course we wanted to have like good food, drinks, music, decor, whatever, to make it like a fun party. But this was our day. And I just wanted us to be able to celebrate us. Like ultimately it's not about anybody else. Yeah. That's something that, um, I tried to think about myself in terms of, of course, you know, you think about yourself as like hosting this event because technically the couple and the families are 
hosting this event, but consider it like you and your spouse are the guest of honor at this event too. So don't get too wrapped up in making sure that everyone else has a good time. That was very important to Matt and I, of course, Mm -hmm. but there's only so much you can do. And on the day of just try to consider yourselves the guest of honor and have as much fun as you possibly can, because that's what everyone's there to do is celebrate you and your spouse, like, and your love. So that's the most important thing at the end of the day. Yeah. The most important thing for us was just that, like we were happy. We wanted to party. We wanted to drink with our friends. Like that was our goal. And I'm so glad that I didn't spend the whole time trying to like, be smaller or look a certain way. And there's times you'll find yourself like sinking into that mindset probably, but as long as you can snap out of it, it can be like such a fun time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had the best time at both your wedding and my wedding. Yeah. Do you want to do a quick, like, what was your favorite memory from your wedding? From yeah, each of you ours? And then we can wrap up. I have up. to think about mine. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I have two. One from the ceremony was just seeing Matt for the first time walking down the aisle he is not a crier and everyone was always like, do you think he's going to cry? And I was like, absolutely not. And he, he didn't, but he did get a little bit choked up and was just like smiling. And it was just so nice to finally see him because we actually didn't do a first look. I was a little bit more traditional in that way. And so I just really enjoyed getting to see him at the end of the aisle and kind of see him get a little bit like emotional. And so that was, my favorite part of the ceremony. And then my favorite part of the reception was Matt and I were like surprised and picked up and like hoisted in the air on the dance floor during a Shania Twain song. And it was just so funny and so fun. And we had all of our friends around us and, um, Oh my gosh, our friend Josh and Elon, the best man. And then one of our good friends, Josh had me and, I know that Josh doesn't drink. So I actually felt really safe. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually felt really safe being like hoisted up in the air with him. But yeah, both Matt and I were lifted in the air at some and Matt's point. Matt's a big guy. Like he's so tall. Yeah. He's six, five. And like, what? I don't know. Like, I don't know how much he weighs. He's like 220 or something like that. Yeah. Maybe more, maybe less. Like, sorry, guys are weird about their weight. <laughs> so I know. Sorry, sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt, if I didn't get that right. But it was just so fun. And that's like a moment I will never forget because it was just like, Oh my gosh, we're so in the moment. We're so having fun on the dance floor. Mm -hmm. And like, you could kind of see the entire ballroom from up there. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, Oh my gosh, all of our friends are having such a great time. Like they were all packed in on the dance floor and I could kind of see like the entire ballroom for a second, like for a split second up on people's shoulders and I don't know. It's just like one of those moments that it was just for a brief, probably like 15 seconds, but mm-hmm. I'll never forget it. And we have some funny like pictures and videos from that too. So yeah, those are my two. Yeah. I think, I mean, I don't know. The whole day was so nice. Like it was so chill for me, which yeah. I really, really appreciated because I, I'm one that I can get kind of wrapped up in like the stress of the day. And like, I get kind of like dizzy or like, lightheaded because there's just a lot going on and like I did not want any of that to be the case so we had like the chillest morning I loved that all the girls just like got together and we had like just breakfast food and we all just sat in the same room and got our hair and makeup done and just kind of hung out and it was so lax like there was no time pressure or anything and I loved that, but I did love getting to see Kanan. I knew I was like, I have to see him before the ceremony because otherwise I'll be like anxious and like a mess kind of. So I was like, okay, I get to see him. And it was so fun, like doing our first look and then getting to like talk a little bit before the ceremony that helped me relax a little bit. So depending on like what your preference is, like whether you want to do a first look, whether you prefer not to do a first look, I think seeing like your your partner on that day is like one of the best parts for everybody. Um, and then I did love like our party bus. Our party bus was so fun. So fun. And we like stopped at a bar and I don't know, we have really good, like really cute pictures from like inside berries, which is a local bar here in Lincoln. And those pictures are really, really cute. Yeah. Just like good vibes and like the berry sign in the back. Yeah. It's so fun. And then I think going into like the the actual um reception like speeches were really fun um and then I had you guys do that game like right when we got in there yeah and that was really fun I think uh so what what is it called it's like the scavenger hunt or whatever but you basically have like your wedding party lineup on chairs and it's basically like musical chairs but they have to run out and get items from the guests and so they're thing like 
simple things like a man's shoe or like lip gloss or a piece of gum. And so as people are running out, they pull a chair. So eventually there's only, you know, two people left. And the last thing you do is whoever of the two people left gets the most money mm-hmm. wins. Yeah. And so my sister, which is so funny because at my sister's wedding, it was me and Kanan left. And at my wedding, it was my sister and Jen Barris left. Yep. And so my sister was out there like basically demanding money from like our family members. And I think we ended up with like 500 extra dollars. Yeah. And that was just so fun. Cause we got to then use that like for our honeymoon. We got massages right. and things like that. But that was so fun. Like seeing everybody running around and, yeah, I Matt know. loved that for y'all's wedding. Like he yeah. really wanted to do something similar for ours or like we thought about the idea, but like logistically it just didn't work out. Um, but he was like, oh, I love that. Yeah, like, it was so it, and it was fun just like kind of running out into the crowd trying to find chapstick or like, yeah, I think one of them was like a man's belt or something. Yeah. yeah. So and fun. so it's so fun because every all the guests then get involved because sometimes you go to weddings and I've been to them before where like the first dance will be going on and like nobody knows. Like, I don't know if it's not announced like properly or whatever, but I'm just like, I want people to know that like we're here and that this is about like us and the Mm -hmm. wedding party and how fun. And it was just such a fun time. And so I have really fond memories of like just the day in general. Yeah, absolutely. I'll just say that if you are planning a wedding, it is going to be great Mm -hmm. and you're going to have the best time. And if something goes wrong, it's going to be okay. You know, like you may forget cake plates or, you know, the lights on your dance floor, like may not work. And that's totally okay. It's going to be fine. This day is about you and your partner and it's going to be so beautiful. And if you, hopefully this episode gave you a couple tips that you can maybe use along the way, but if you do have questions, DM us, like DM us at Wellbound Podcast on Instagram, and we are happy to share mm-hmm. our tips and tricks. Like we, I do think that we did overall, like really enjoy the process of wedding planning. And, um, and it's also okay if you're not, you know, if you don't feel like you are the like smallest version of yourself on your wedding day, like why would you, why would you ever need to be as long as you are like radiating joy and happiness and you feel confident. I think that's the most important thing that we kind of wanted to get across today. Absolutely. All right. Well, that is all we have for now. I mean, join us next time and rate us five stars on Apple podcasts or Spotify. If you enjoyed this episode and you could also leave a comment, um, in the like ratings box and we can potentially talk about the comment on the next the next episode, whether it's a topic that you'd want to hear or, um, yeah, just any kind of feedback you guys have in general. So yeah. All right. Bye. Cool. Bye.